So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's going on everybody? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. I am your host Javier. Today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about content marketing distribution. So the thing about content marketing is is that a lot of people, you know, they, they get into this whole game of like, well, I'm creating all these blogs, I'm creating all this stuff and and in reality, that's actually really good. Like the fact that you are creating content and you are putting stuff out there for the world to see and to educate people and to share your knowledge and all that stuff. Like all those things are like, they're super important. They're imperative. That's, that's, that's essentially how you kind of help your facility and property management company get found in different channels. But a lot of times, a lot of facility companies and a lot of B2B companies in general, they stop um, right at the, the production of that first piece of content. They don't work on distribution. And so what happens is that a lot of, um, a lot of folks, they'll create something that's 300, 500, 1,000 words and then just post it on their, on their WordPress blog or, or whatever on their website and that's where, and that's where it dies. Like they don't create any kind of micro content from that. They don't find other ways of distributing that content to other channels. They don't find ways in how to repurpose that content as well too. And so the issue there is, is that a lot of people create many times and then don't distribute when you should create maybe less times, but then start distributing like infinitely. So create something one time, but distribute it in different ways infinitely. So you should be able to take micro pieces of content from your blog posts, okay? And you should be able to actually create valuable things where people are gonna be like, oh, that's intriguing, that's a really good point. And then like, it's then sent into, you know, into different uh, channels that points all back to your blog post. And so, what we're I'm going to do here is I'm going to kind of and, and they're very simple. And there's nothing exciting about this, there. Um, but just some content distribution strategies and ideas that you should consider for distributing your content. So first things first is that you've got to create something. Okay, you've got to create you know either blogs or videos or podcasts or whatever that is. But you've got to create content and you've got to create content regularly. All right, not whenever you have time but on a ongoing basis, all right? So first place that you can distribute some content is gonna be uh, on Reddit, okay? So Reddit is a social media platform. It's actually kind of hysterical and yet very um, thought-provoking a lot of times. I would say that people on Reddit are a little bit more, I don't wanna necessarily, like I don't know if educated is the right term, but they're just, they're just almost like a different breed, if you will, all right? So, Reddit is a social um, channel where you can post questions, comments, or questions, topics, share things, okay? And then people go in there and it's like your old school forums almost. And they go in there and then they start commenting on it. They can, um, you know, plus one it 
or plus thumbs up it kind of thing and it starts kind of going up and and there's all these threads and, and some of it's very insightful like what I would do is I wouldn't take like your entire 500 word blog post and throw it in there but what I would do is I'd be like hey I wrote this blog about this and I want to kind of like sum it up into like three things it's this this and this love to get your thoughts if you want to read more about the blog here's a link to it like it's something like that all right where you chop it up and you use it in a different way, all right? Twitter is another great channel to use. Now, you might be thinking like, well, no one is, you know, that's my audience is on Twitter. I mean, for facility managers, I would probably argue you're right, you know? I would, I'm sorry, argue. I would agree with you that you're right. Maybe not most of them, but here is the thing. What if you are producing a lot of content and during the searches of someone going out online and typing in certain pieces of stuff, they start typing in certain keywords or certain phrases and your Twitter posts start showing up. Not only does your blog content show up, but it also shows up on Reddit, it shows up on Twitter. Like those things start ranking and start showing up very well. Now Twitter, you're gonna be limited to, I think it's what, 250 characters or 248 characters, I forget what the exact number is. Okay, but you're limited to characters. And so this is where you're gonna be very strategic. There's a few ways in how you can actually approach this. You can take a snippet of your blog post and essentially um, you know, put it as your, as, as essentially um, as your post on Twitter. And then you can then um, create comments and have other pieces. Now don't do the entire 500 word or a thousand word, like take the parts that are the juiciest or the ones that kind of leave things like, huh, interesting or you have one thing and then you have something else in the comments and then maybe another comment is a link to the blog post. And then you, what you try to do is you try to create engagement and get people to comment and like and share and that sort of stuff. So that's one way. Another one that I see a lot of people doing is they do screenshots. They'll do screenshots of like say a snippet of their blog or a snippet of their, um, of their uh, social media post or something like that. And they'll put that on Twitter and then they'll put probably like a couple more comments and then a link into the actual blog post. So that's another way of how you can actually handle it. Or what you can do is you can have a very strong headline in your Twitter post and have a link there. It will be shortened by Twitter because they, they, they naturally do that because the character count. And then it points straight to your blog post. You know, Twitter is one of those where you don't get necessarily penalized for sending people outside of Twitter, which is very, you know, weird how other com other social platforms are like, don't do this. But where I'm coming from here is, is that with Twitter, you may not get a whole bunch of traction on there, but when you post regularly and you're doing this on, a, on an ongoing basis and you have kind of a strategy to follow, and you may not know what to do, so go on Twitter and watch what other people are doing. See what they're posting. See how they distribute their content. See what is making them different. All I'm saying is just is just replicate what's been working for other people with a large following, okay? All right, number three, another channel that you can actually um, do a lot of content distribution is on LinkedIn, okay? So LinkedIn is, is probably one of the best organic channels out there right now. Okay, you can you know get to a point where you create a large followership followership of people in your industry. Okay, so facility managers or you know VP of facilities or director of facilities, like those types of people, they're on LinkedIn. 
All right. If you're making the right kind of connections and you're getting them into your world and you're, you know, having like chats with these folks on a regular basis, that's good. And then what you do is you use LinkedIn as I kind of am talking about these other places. But what you can do is you can actually, instead of like taking a snippet, you can probably take chunks, larger chunks. So you can write, you can write almost long form format, not super long, but longer form format of your blog. Okay. And then what you do there is then you then link to the blog in the comments. Now this do not want to have it in the post. And you might be thinking like, well, I want to do it that way. That's how you're supposed to do it. You can, but you're not going to get a lot of reach. Okay. You get penalized on LinkedIn's account where you get sent outside of the website, outside of the platform, right? They want to keep everything within. So you put the link in the comments where I'm coming from here when it comes to using LinkedIn though, is a, a great strategy for distributing this is having your team help with this as well too. So they can comment, they can share, they can you know share and have a comment saying, hey, my CEO wrote this or we wrote this for our team and this is, this is very good. And then they put some stuff behind this, some, some context behind it, okay? But LinkedIn is a great channel to distribute as well too. Another one is Instagram. Now, Instagram, very heavy on images, very heavy on video. However, you can go long form on there and you can really get a lot of depth and reach with certain hashtags. And so if you're not sure what kind of hashtags to look for, start doing some research. Start actually looking to see, you know, like type in certain hashtags like facility management, facilities management, you know, facility services, like type those hashtags in there and see what kind of like traction is out there because there is some traction in the facility world on Instagram. What I would probably focus on with Instagram, and here's the thing is that you don't want to use stock photos when you're doing content distribution on Instagram, because that is one of the things that if you look very stock-like, like Instagram's already going to instantly know that like, oh, this is a, a, this is a Getty image. And so it's not going to probably give you a lot of, you know, outreach or reach to, to your potential marketplace. Okay. So use real photos. Okay. Um, you know, other ways of doing this is that if you're talking about a specific topic and you happen to have like a picture of your team doing something of that topic, use that. Okay. It doesn't have to be picture perfect. It doesn't have to be like that Instagram kind of moment kind of thing that you see. Like it doesn't have to be like that. Okay. What it can do though, is it, it can kind of like paint the picture. So a lot of times that works on Instagram as well too is things that are kind of like awkward. So it might be a real picture and it might be like, you know, this is just an example, a guy shoving his face, you know, maybe you shoving your face with a piece of cake and you're eating it and like it's mid picture and it's like, what the hell? But you better make sure that your topic is tied around cake, okay? And so like, you don't have to talk about cake the entire time, but somehow you bring cake into the mix. You get kind of what I'm saying. So something that kind of is like, oh, interesting. Why is, why is this person like getting a picture of themselves like mid shot of eating cake? And, and so that's how you can leverage Instagram in another way, okay? Another um, idea to use is Hacker News. I've never actually used this. Somebody else um, has actually shared about this, but Hacker News, you know, let's dive in really quick into the website and see, you know, Hacker News is going to allow you to probably distribute content on there. Uh, let's see, hackernews.com. Let's see what, that, what we pull up there. 
Packer News. You know what? I'm looking at this. The Hacker News. Hmm, interesting. I wonder, you know, if things have kind of changed on there. Let's kind of skip that. We're you can use is you can use Facebook groups. Okay, so Facebook groups, again, I know you're like, well, facilities management, like that kind of stuff doesn't exist. Uh, I beg to differ. There are Facebook groups, okay, um, in the facility or property management world. Um, how much how much reach and depth you can get out of that is dependent on how active and less spammy that group is. If it's a well-tracked group and people are active in there and um, the, uh, the, um, the people that organize that group are you know making sure they're not like you know there's not a bunch of crap being posted, then I would say it's a viable group. I can tell you right now, I'm part of a Facebook group. There's like 3,000 some on um, marketing leaders on there. Extremely, extremely active, okay? We also pay a monthly fee every month. Um, it's nominal, but it's great. And here's the other part about the Facebook group piece is that you can find some good gold mines and, and actually share and post comments in there and, and content of like, your blogs and other pieces of content that you may have created and get feedback and, and get people to engage in that sort of stuff. And then you could also start digging into other people's posts and comments that are might, maybe a little bit older, one or two or three months old, that people might have asked questions about facilities and you go in there and you actually start answering better than some other folks may have given some answers. That's really good as well too. All right, and then the last um, channel that I would recommend for content distribution is gonna be like a private Slack or Discord. And so I, I'm a, I use Slack all the time. I actually am not part of any other groups outside of my own private group, um, my own private groups like within the company of Slack and then you know any of our vendors. However, Slack um, is a great messaging platform to start distributing good content, okay? Keep in mind that you're not gonna be spamming these people and just posting stuff and then you know expecting people to call you, but it's about, you know, sharing your thoughts on X, Y, and Z. And like, hey, you know, I posted about this on my blog. I'd love to get some feedback. If you guys, you know, what do you guys think? And kind of create a little dialogue behind it. And what that does shows authority, shows knowledge, shows trustworthiness, that sort of stuff, okay? So keep in mind that when you're creating content, it's not one of those like create it and then just like, you know, and just hope somebody finds it you've got to put in the work. So if you put in all this work to actually creating the content, you've got to put in probably twice as much work to distributing the content because not everyone's going to be able to find it just on a whim, okay? So I'm going to repeat the places that I suggested. So first one is Reddit, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook groups, and a private Slack or Discord. Discord is kind of like a Slack channel almost as well too, more like a forum. Um, a lot of folks are leaving um, off of Facebook and Facebook groups and going to Discord. I personally have not experienced anything with it, but I've heard nothing but positive um, experiences with that uh, with, with that ch that channel, if you will. All right. So, so if you're creating, you might as well start distributing this stuff. And so, just remember that different customers hang out in different channels, and so you might have a certain group in a Reddit group. You might have a certain group in a Facebook group. And so the content might have to be tailored 
a little differently for each of those channels. So you can't produce one thing and then have everything be the same everywhere else. And, and this is kind of where I've said this before in some of my social strategies is that don't try to go really wide in a whole bunch of different social channels. Try to go very deep. So you wanna think one inch wide and a mile deep versus 10 miles wide or a one mile wide and 10 inches deep where you're, you're putting stuff everywhere. And you're like, well, all the greats do that. No, not, not really. They all have one or two specific channels they highly focus on. Like I was you know, big into Facebook. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I'm just not as active on there anymore. I'm more active on LinkedIn. That's where a lot of my content lives. That's where I kind of hang out. That is my world. And so therefore I put a lot more time in there, okay? And so when I put out distribution of my podcast, it's a lot about DMs that I send, hey, you know, got this new podcast, let's get your feedback. That's how some of you guys might have found this podcast, okay? And then I post, you know, on LinkedIn, my own personal, um, you know, my own personal uh, channel on there. And, and that's kind of where it, those are the places that it lives, okay? So you're gonna have to figure out where your customers hang out or certain types of customers hang out and you distribute there. And here's the thing, one of these channels may be a gold mine, you know, one of them may be like, you know, just dead, but you, you can't find out until you actually test it and you put the time into it. And then go, go all the way in with one or two, maybe three, as far as like going all in and, and find ways in how you can kind of leverage, see what other people are doing. So these can be done all at once, but then it's gonna be not as probably as, as effective or they can be done, you know, uh, just like a handful. So like for us at Ratmates, just to kind of give you guys an idea, we're constantly posting on four channels. We're posting on Twitter, we're posting on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and on um, Instagram. Our most effective channel to date and continues to be, you know, hand over fist is Instagram, okay? Now, what we're seeing is that on Instagram, we're getting better results with um, video posts than we do on image posts. Now, there are some image posts that actually crush it for us, but they're very specific. And so that's, that's one thing that we try to kind of keep in mind as well too. So I'm watching that a lot. Twitter is by far the least performing channel for us when it comes to, to Rapmate. And then the last thing is, um, the other part is like, Facebook is kind of like second least performing. LinkedIn tends to do a lot better than you think. And so we're using LinkedIn on the business pages um, and it's doing relatively well. We got a lot of activity, not a ton of comments, but a lot of people are viewing, liking, and that sort of stuff. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that sometimes you just don't know until you actually try it and then you start tracking it. So use some sort of software to help you kind of not just distribute the content, but also track the success or failure of those pieces of content as well too, because what works on Instagram may not work on Twitter and vice versa. All right, so if you found this valuable, please do three things for me. Number one, please connect with me on LinkedIn first, okay? Um, if you already connected with me, that's great. Number two is share this podcast with somebody. Uh, either DM them or SMS them or something like that, but I love to grow this podcast and you are the reason why this podcast exists and you're the reason why this podcast continues to grow. And then number three, please rate our podcast and give us a five-star review. Um, and either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. 
other than that, if you found this valuable, check out some other podcasts and I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.